Have you ever wondered why some young people choose to end their lives? Ever wondered who they are and who they left behind? Have you ever wanted to hear their stories? Would you like answers to these questions and many more? Welcome to Suicide Pages with Dr. Lulu. Her mission is to shine light on these young people, create awareness for, and educate the world on youth suicide. Opinions expressed in this podcast are those of Dr. Lulu and her guests. They are not a substitute for professional advice. If you are experiencing suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK or send a text to www.crisistextline.org. Now, here's Dr. Lulu. episode 20 of Suicide Pages with Dr. Lulu, the podcast. How is everybody doing? I am so excited, y'all, to be recording episode 20. Like a year ago, a few months ago, several weeks ago, this was still just a dream to me. So I am beyond excited. I'm thankful. I'm humbled. I'm honored. You name it. I am all the adjectives or whatever you want to say, but I remain your board-certified pediatrician, a.k.a. the momatrician, Dr. Lulu, a Black girl, a Black female, a fierce female, a physician, a girl with a heart, a girl that had a dream, that had a thought process. And I do declare that the journey of a thousand miles begins with the thought I know people say it begins with one step, but you can't take a step unless you think about taking a step. So I dare to say the journey of a thousand miles, of any miles, begins with the thought process. And so I thought to do a podcast to talk about suicide and talk about depression and suffering and pain in humans, in you and I, inequality, racism, you name it, all the things that lead us down the ugly path of self-destruction and self-hatred and self-loathing. And why not? Why not me? I have walked this particular talk. So I know, I know. I was raised in Nigeria, born in Nigeria. I was molested as a child. I've seen pain. I've seen hatred. I've seen dishonesty. I've been betrayed. I've filed for divorce. I've filed bankruptcy. I've been a single mom. I've cried at night. I've felt hopeless, I've felt despair, I've felt helplessness, I've felt all of those things that lead us to hate ourselves, but still I stand. And so yes, yes, I will talk about depression, I will talk about suicide, I will talk about that taboo that no one wants to talk about, because I can, because you can, because someone out there needs this message. And 1,500 plus downloads later, you all are proving to me that, yes, my message indeed is needed. So today, on this 20th episode of Suicide Pages with Dr. Lulu, the podcast, we're going to talk about gratitude. Yes, one of the 16 
character traits I discuss in my book, which by the way, is an Amazon bestseller. My first book called How to Raise Well-Rounded Children, How to Instill Those Character Traits in Them so that when they grow up, they'll become productive adults, useful adults, friendly, kind, compassionate adults, mindful adults. All of those things are discussed in my book, empathy, you know, resiliency, compassion, perseverance, gratitude. But today is about gratitude. I want to say thank you. Today's your podcast, not mine. Today's podcast is about you, my listeners. I don't like to use the word my tribe only because I am authentically Nigerian. I already have a tribe that I come from. And I, I laugh when I think about the fact that the word tribe has just kind of discovered, I don't know, it's been discovered in, in by mainstream English language, at least in America, on social media, everybody now has a tribe. And I almost don't like it. I almost don't use it because I've had a tribe since I was born, since before I was born, since the days of my forefathers and my ancestors. We've had tribes in Africa. So yes, and maybe even elsewhere. I just know from whence I come and whose I am, you know. So I know I'm, I come from a tribe of Igbos, aka Ndibo, the Igbo tribe, the Biafrans, those who lost their lives, those who fought for independence, those who fought for what they believed in. Today, I'm fighting for what I believe in. I believe that Suicide can be brought to an end. Yes, sir. I believe that you and I play pivotal roles in that process. I believe that knowledge is power. Awareness is key. Self-awareness is key. We're all becoming, right? We're all in the journey to us becoming a better, different, more mm, self, right? So why not? Why not start from knowledge? Why not start from education and knowing that suicide, the decision to suicide is never something that comes in one day or a decision that is made overnight. It's usually hours and days and months and years maybe even of pain and torture and despair. And then someone just suddenly says, you know what? I've had it. I've had it. Like the blog that I read, the gentleman said, it's like a feeling like you're being engulfed in fire and you want to put an end to it. And then you find the way to, to end it. So I want us to be more compassionate, to be more thoughtful, to be kinder when you hear that someone has died by suicide, to not make it a taboo anymore, to abolish that thought process of it being a taboo. Why should it be a taboo? Why don't you want to talk about something that is killing people every 40 seconds? Why don't you want to talk about something that is predicted by the WHO to kill people every 20 seconds by the year 2020? What else do you know of in this world that is doing that kind of damage and no one wants to talk about it? I don't know. And so for me, I want to talk about it. And so today is my thank you episode. I want to use this opportunity to say a big thanks to everyone who's trusted me, who's tolerated my voice, because <laughs> I don't like my voice when I listen to my podcasts. But yesterday I heard that the reason we all don't like to hear ourselves on the radio or wherever is because apparently we have a heightened, heightened rather, sense of self. 
and we think we are more than we really are. And so we think that we sound better than we do and we talk better than we do. I didn't know that, but that's what he said. And I don't even know if I believe it, but that's what he said. And so I'm going to just go with that. I'm learning to like my voice. I'm learning to enjoy listening to myself. This is the only voice that I have. And yes, I got, I had infect, I got infected by a virus on my way back from Asia earlier this year that affected my vocal cords and made them sw swell and the swelling just didn't go down. And so my voice is several octaves lower than it's been in the past. And from time to time it hurts and all of that. But that being said, this here chica is not going to stop talking because someone has to talk about those things that we don't want to talk about. And so that being said, let's dig into Melanie, our first official guest. Actually, the first guest was Christine, my niece, but somehow when I was publishing the Melanie's one came up as number one. So we're going to thank Melanie. Melanie Wood, her last name is Wood. Melanie talked about a traumatic teen years, how she, you know, suffered with just self-hatred and self-destructive behavior and early marriage and found that, you know, she literally went from, from pan, like we say in Nigeria, to fire because the marriage was just awful and... Um, Really, she decided to leave her hometown and of the UK and travel to Australia. And she was surprised when she got to the <laughs> to the customs and her troubles were there with her. I love that. I love that aspect. But she dared to, to persevere. She promised the universe and promised God that if she could get away from all of this, she would dedicate her life to talking about the suffering and teaching other people to get their voice. And therefore, she has a Facebook page aptly called Speaking Styles. And she is, you know, going about and doing things bigly and, you know, speaking. And it's a good thing. So that's Melanie. Melanie, we want to say thank you for gracing our pages. And we look forward to seeing you again. We want to say thank you to Miss Antoinette Rawl. Antoinette, uh, her story, oh my God, episode two, I believe. Her story is one of mm, difficulty and pain. And she discussed how she drove past four or five red lights, stoplights, in an attempt to have somebody end it for her. But as the universe will have it, the universe was like, nope, we're not going to do it. We need you here and you're going to be here. And she's still here today. She's a publisher. Her publishing company is doing things bigly. I'm actually trying to collaborate with her with my next book. She did have multiple attempts herself, but she's a survivor. And her biggest platform now is that of deleting negativity. So if you look up delete negativity, you will see my friend Antoinette Roll. She lives in Canada. So find her. She's on Facebook. Find her. Okay. My third person to talk to to thank today is Dr. Lynette Charity. She's the only one that's got a last name because she's that special. One of my oldest interviewees, I love this woman. We are going to do things. I just know it. I keep 
sending the energy waves to the universe so that the universe can hear me and accept the fact that Miss Lynette Charity and I are going to do something big. She talks about her story of hearing a voice. She climbed on the bridge and she was about to jump to her death. And then she heard a voice. And you know, anyone that hears that is like, what? She heard a voice of God? Yeah, but it was her mother's voice that she heard. So it was God speaking through her mother. And her mother said the weirdest thing to her. Girl, if you jump from there, I'm going to kill you. I mean, it's like only a black mother can say that. So powerful. Powerful enough to bring her down from the edge of the bridge and call her husband, and the rest is history. And today she's still here with us. We thank you, Dr. Charity. We thank you, Dr. Lynette. We see you, sister. I see you, sister. The next person to thank is Christine, my niece. She's the one that started this. She literally pushed me into this podcasting. She came for the summer holidays over, over this summer. And, and I was like, Christine, if, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have to do it. And so that day she was like, sure, auntie. And then she let me interview her and the rest is history. So young, so powerful, so beautiful. She's an icon as far as I'm concerned. She's multi-talented, just like her auntie, hint, hint. And um, I love what she said. One of her favorite quotes was, stay frosty. So this moment, I don't know what it means. I'm not a millennial, but I love it. So stay frosty, y'all. I guess it means just stay unique, stay authentic, stay individualistic, stay true to yourself, you know, be that change that you want to see in the world. And so, Christine, I thank you, sis. I thank you, my love. I thank you, my baby. Next is Wendy Spade Bragg. Wendy talks about betrayal and distrust and hardship and survival, essentially, through an early childhood of, you know, just unhappiness. She talks about how from when she was in kindergarten, she's wanted to get out of this world. It's amazing, you know? It all culminated in the day that she picked up a gun and actually put it on her head or put it to her head and she didn't pull the trigger. And so Wendy has a lot to say. Wendy has come into this family twice already. She has two pages, but the first page is what I'm talking about. And so Wendy, thank you, my sister. Thank you for jumping you know, to the opportunity to to make a difference and, and jumping on it and, and just being so true and so authentic and so supportive of me, Wendy. Wendy, I love you. I love you. You definitely are. You're the real deal. The next person we're going to thank is Eric Rishi Infanti. Eric is the man, okay? Eric is the man. He is the man. Eric, we thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. We everything you, Eric. Your interview is the most listened to interview of my podcast. And so I thank you. Just being in your presence alone just makes you feel kind of, you know, blessed, you know, just for being in your presence. And so for that, I thank you. You all look up Eric. His episode is the bomb episode, okay? Doing so well. 
I thank you. He's a multi-author. He's a he's a veteran. He he got a Purple Heart. He's decorated, you know, Marine. He's everything. Been through so much pain, yet he's standing. Eric, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Yeah. If there was a man that was a myth, that would be you, Eric. <laughs> so thank you so much for gracing our pages. He has been here twice, actually. His second episode has not been released yet. I'm referring to his first episode. But we thank you, Eric. We thank you so very much. The next person I want to thank is Miss Vicky. Vicky of the Yana fame. You are not alone fame. The lady that talks about getting rid of the bully inside your head. She's written many, many books, and one of the, the books addresses the bully in your head. And she actually is international speaker. She goes about, you know, preaching the gospel of the fact that bullying is very, very bad for you and I. I'm recording this episode today, October 9, 2019. Happens to be National Stop the Bullying Day, National Bullying Awareness Day, National Bullying Day, whatever, however you want to call it. Either way, it draws attention to bullying. Today is the day. And later on today, I'm going to have a, a Facebook Live with her and Tammy Flynn of the, the On Air Advocate fame. So I'm excited. So Vicky, we thank you, sister. We thank you so much for the work that you're doing, for getting the word out there about bullying. You know, that's my thing. That's my thing right there. Next person I want to thank is Miss Beth. Miss Beth talked about being functionally broken. Oh my God, that's so powerful. Talks about being a functionally broken person who was basically just existing in life, you know? Her whole life, she had done everything for everybody. And then when she wanted to do for herself, you know, it's like she just couldn't. She went deep down into the doldrums and got really, really dirty at one point, you know, and also attempted suicide. So Beth, thank you. She happened to be my first of the Hispanic clan that I've had. And so I appreciate that. Beth is doing things bigly. She's available on Facebook. Just find her. I mean, she's an author. She's a speaker. She is a friend. I love you, Beth. Thank you so much for gracing our pages. Next is Miss Debbie Debonair. Oh my God, Debbie, I love Debbie's accent. She's from the UK, she's from Manchester, I believe. And she I had to record her episode twice because I don't know what happened to the first episode, <laughs> but I had to record it twice. And somehow she was gracious enough to come back and talk about the fact that she lived in victimhood. I love that phrase victimhood. While the rest of you are living in your neighborhoods, she's living in victimhood. So yes, she was a victim of bullying, severe bullying when she was young, severe bullying. Oh my God. Her attempt at suicide was epic, epic. Just, oh my goodness, not good. But she's here. She's here. She's one of those who that owned the fact that she believed she was better off dead because the world was better off without her. And that, that is the truth with most people who attempt suicide. They just feel like the world is better off without them. So if you are someone who survived a suicide in your family, as far as like you've had a suicide loss in your family, just know that I need you to come from a place of compassion, come from a place of understanding and kindness, and do know that these people 
honestly, it's not because you don't love them enough or because there's not enough money. It's because, quite frankly, they just feel like they're better off dead because they, you are better off without them. So I know it's kind of weird and twisted, but that is the fact. And so when you, if you, if you ever lose a family member to suicide, know that they loved you as much as you loved them, if not more, but they just felt like that they were at a place where it was better for them to be dead. And that is the truth about the matter. Next person I want to thank is my friend, the grandma extraordinaire, Sharon Edwards. Sharon Edwards, my girl. She, she's, you know, what, what can I say? Just a fighter, an activist, just a woman of substance, a woman who is not afraid to say that she was hurt so badly when she was a child that she felt invisible. And therefore her, her platform is that of I am invisible. Talking about bullying to the next level. The fact that there have been so many times that she herself, even as a pastor's wife, even as a pastor's wife wanted to kill herself. She wanted to, to die. She just thought that, you know, life was just not good, not good at all. And so, but you know what? She's here today. She's an author. She's a speaker. You know, you might notice that that is one of the threads that goes, you know, through a lot of people that have been through a lot tend, up, tend, tend to become speakers or become authors, you know? And why not? Because when you've seen 99, then what's 100 is what we say in Nigeria. So yeah, you've been to the edge and back. So now you can talk about it. And so you notice a lot of people who have been through a lot of pain and suffering, they're not afraid to talk about it at that point. Because you know what? Why not? Why not? And Miss um, Sharon K. Edwards is one of those people. Find her on social media, find her on Facebook as Sharon K. Edwards or at the I Am Invisible Bullying Movement. Okay. Miss Didi, Miss Didi, Didi, five suicide attempts later. Her last attempt was, we hope, her last attempt. She She's now realizing that the universe has got more for her to do and um, it's not done with her yet. So course, she's also written multiple books, which is amazing. These people are writing books and trying to make a difference in the world. So for that, we thank them. We thank Miss Didi for gracing our pages. Find her on social media. Find her. Miss Andrea A. Moore. She came from the angle of being a mother of a child who is suffering, who is going through grief. Her daughter's friend just killed themselves this earlier this year. And so she was coming from just a helpless mother. I mean, what do you do? How do you, how do you help your child not feel the pain and yet feel the pain, you know? And so Andrea's page is actually the one that's currently, you know, playing this week of October 9th. And so Andrea Amor, I thank you. I see you, my sister. And I'm going to be on tour with you talking about grief and talking about suffering and talking about all the many ways you can grieve and it's okay. The fact that there's no one way to grieve. You know, there's just no one way to grieve. 
you know, you grieve how you want to grieve and, 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 and that's it, you know? But indeed, talking about her, her daughter, whose friend died by suicide, a lot of times those people become high risk for suicide themselves. So we love you, Andrea. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. The next person I want to talk about before I get done is Torell. Torell, Paulie's episode actually airs next week in real time, right? But so he was the first of my many, many unicorns by the grace of God. And the unicorns are the black males. He is the first. And it took a lot to get him to get on here to speak, but he did. He did. And so I thank you. I thank you, Torell. He's an IT guy. He's doing things bigly. He's got his own podcast, and that's how we met. But Torell is a person that I want you all to find on social media, last name Polly. And if you listen to his episode, you will hear the links and everything are on there. All right. So that's those are my, my guests so far. Otherwise, of course, it's me, right? I want to thank me for being a visionary. I want to thank my wife, Nur, for being the wing beneath the wind beneath my wings. For thank, I want to thank my family members. I want to thank my siblings. I want to thank my kids. I want to thank all those friends and extended family who have been supportive and who have continued to subscribe to the podcast and listen to the podcast and and just be there for me. So I appreciate you all. Please find my book. My first book is called How to Raise Well-Rounded Children. It's on Amazon. It's on my website. Just how to raise and my name and it will come up. Okay. If you have a civic event and you need a speaker, holla at your girl. I can talk about pretty much anything as long as it has to do with life. Yes, I can. And if I don't know what to say, I will look it up, but I'll be there and I'll make it happen. Please stay tuned for my online courses. I'm so excited. They are on their way. Yes, they are. I'm going to be doing some courses, mainly about parenting and bullying and such, but I'm excited about that. And many, many more things that I have underneath my belt. So you all, thank you so much again. This is Dr. Lulu, a.k.a. The Momatrician. This is Suicide Pages, the podcast. I'm signing off. Peace.